0: Welcome to American Redemption, the show where the next generation of American patriots learn to fight back in America's toughest cultural battles. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to American Redemption. I don't even know what episode this is. It's been quite some time since our last episode, but there's good reason for it.
1: We are so back. The boys are back. Everyone knows that we're back. Everyone has been asking when we are going to return and here it is, you know, blow the horn, sound the trumpet, the cavalry's coming. The boys are back. The boys it's are back in town.
0: That's right. It's summer. That's right.
1: We're high energy.
0: Fourth of July is next week. I'm actually wearing my American flag shirt right now. Didn't even think about it. Um, yeah. So what has been going on so much? Our last episode was in like May. You got married. I did. Huge. I was there.
1: You were there. Many, many are saying that you gave an epic speech. Some are saying it was a great speech. Many are saying this.
0: So at least everybody's saying it's either great or epic. That's pretty good. And then I was in Europe for three weeks in England, in Belgium, and in Italy it's pretty sweet. And um I snuck into a castle. I didn't tell you about that.
1: Oh, that's pretty cool, man.
0: Yeah, me and me and John snuck into a castle in an undisclosed location.
1: this location, yeah. You can't disclose that. Yeah,
0: it has something to do with Saint Francis. That's all I'll say.
1: Very cool, very cool.
0: But yeah, it was awesome. We were just sneaking through the woods, like next to this castle at night nothing but our phone flashlights just checking it out and we get to the far end of the castle wall and there's just a ladder leaning up against it so what choice do we have
1: oh absolutely
0: yeah but yeah then i i've moved into a uh, a new house with some friends which is very cool so we've been busy and then we also about two weeks ago we just had the first ever American Redemption Men's Backpacking Trip, and it went off. It went extremely well.
1: Oh, it, was, it went extremely well. All the boys that showed up, they were awesome. They were high energy. They know who they are.
0: That's right. There were 10 of us all together, and we hiked like seven miles the first day and then like 12 the next day, which was way more than we initially intended, and it was exhausting, but then we got to have a really fun, more like chill camp site the next that last night so it was worth it what were your takeaways from the from the trip
1: Uh, my takeaways were well in terms of the trip itself i think the first night was really cool just how deep far back in in the woods we were that pretty much i mean it was you know pitch black nothing for like you know miles as far as we could see we were you know under the the danger of you know what we thought could be animals like getting into our cat our, our camp and we had to hang the the bear bags and just hearing all the sounds of nature and everything around us it was just really cool you guys started yeah. an awesome fire i mean
0: was that your first was, time doing that kind of camping
1: that kind of camping yes yeah
0: i mean yeah, i I something I had else. Been,
1: I mean, I haven't done something like that, even close to that to like church camp and even like church camp, like we had like an, an outhouse that had like running water and stuff like we'd shower every night and stuff like that. And like, they'd have supplies for us. I mean, we'd go sleep and we'd sleep in tents and like you bring like.
0: Yeah, no, this is much more rugged. We, we all carried our food on our backs. We carried everything we needed for the whole weekend in a backpack. So all of our food, all of our gear. We carried only a little bit of water, so we had to find water on the backpack in realm. And it was just little streams and little uh, springs coming out of the ground. Pretty cool.
1: No, it was... It was I, I thought it was awesome. I learned a lot of what I would say are valuable life lessons that I'm going to take with me just, you know being more aware, aware of my surroundings, being, you know, able to push through a hike like that. Mm -hmm. And honestly, just the, the camaraderie that we, that we had together. I felt like we were like a, for a majority of the time, we were like a unit, like the entire time. It was very, uh, very cool to, to have something like that.
0: Yeah. There were, yeah, there were 10 of us all together. Everyone was, was an excellent group. Everyone was very cool. We uh, were all very like-minded and shared a lot in common and everyone was really fun. Very funny. Everyone was, was tough enough to finish it out. No one was complaining. Everybody was helpful. It was excellent.
1: Exactly. There wasn't anyone, you know, with, uh, Maybe the exception of Tony, uh, the first yeah. day oh, and yeah. his ill preparedness, and that was light, so disappointing. Light Tony backpack is- and incorrect boots for the occasion.
0: Yeah, that was I was disappointed in Tony. I will say because he's done these trips before, yeah. and he showed up with a tiny little backpack, despite knowing that he was going to need to carry,
1: you
0: know. Um, group for the gear or gear for the group and then he wears steel toed boots that's like the yeah. worst thing you can do and he I'm, he paid for that one
1: i'm not quite willing to disavow tony but like it was just a little bit of a smooth brain mistake honestly
0: oh for sure very yeah, smooth brain. so
1: it's okay i send don't. you my regards tony regards to you tony i hope your toes doing better and i hope you prepare better for the next uh backpacking trip.
0: Yeah. He'll probably never hear that. He doesn't he doesn't listen, Tony. <laughs> has no respect.
1: <laughs> uh you'll you'll clip it for him.
0: I guess we could. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, one of the things you learn on these trips is you learn you build character for sure. You build a little perseverance cuz there are times when you're hiking up a real steep incline or even the downhill the downhill sucks oh, dude. downhill and
1: was way worse i think
0: it might have been worse yeah where you just want to quit you just want to sit there and just like give up and just sit there for a long time yeah but you just have to keep on going and you get to the end finally and it's all worth it
1: yeah there's a really uh good way to sharpen your mental uh fortitude but yeah, yeah, I thought the downhill was was brutal just because we did so many miles the, the last day. And you you just want to be done and you want to leg it out, but then you're going downhill and you kinda have to like you have all that weight on you and you kinda have to hinder like your own momentum. So you're kinda like
0: Yeah. It's hard on the knees. Unfortunately, we had to eat kind of a lot of seed oils.
1: It's rough. It's yeah. Rough. The no, food- we had de- we had delicious food though, dude. The uh the tuna mac was absolutely fantastic. I could have eaten so much of that. And then the, uh, the stir yeah, fry. Yeah, I the enjoyed the food. Was also
0: Exc- I think the dinners were the best.
1: Delicious, yeah. You guys definitely yeah.
0: bought enough tortillas. Yeah, that's a funny. So I did all the food shopping and the planning, the meals, and I didn't know really how much to get of anything. Dinner was perfect. Breakfast, I didn't get enough. Brec- uh, lunch, I got way too much. I still have stuff in my Wait. fridge. So we bought, I had 90 tortillas on my list and I had John and Kevin come with me to Walmart and I was walking down the aisle and I was like, okay, now we need 90 tortillas. And some guy was, was in the aisle who was like, what are you doing with 90 tortillas? And you know what? He was actually from your old company. He was wearing, wearing the shirt.
1: Yeah. You guys talked to me about that. We were talking about energy pricing and how, uh, how cutting out the, the middleman and the... Uh,
0: oh, yeah. I sent you that. You got to look at that thing for
1: me. The utility and all that. Yeah, you haven't sent it to me yet.
0: I did. I sent it.
1: When, when did you send that?
0: Like uh, two weeks ago.
1: There's no way. I, oh, yeah. I will...
0: Yeah, we'll settle this one off air. Maybe go... It might lead to a fight, but... <laughs> yeah, I sent it. Um. So, yeah, food was pretty solid, but... Every, everything tastes good when you're camping. I was impressed with John's uh, coffee making. So he makes terrible coffee most of the time at home. Like he doesn't measure and it comes out of like too strong or like it's left on too long. It gets burnt. I don't know. I i am not the pickiest coffee drinker and I'll always drink it. But I sometimes like this is a little off. And the Sween Dog recently was like, isn't this coffee terrible? And I was like, you know what? I guess it is. Now that I I had his validation, I kind of do, did realize that it is terrible, but on the backpacking trip, he wanted to have coffee. So he brought grounds, but we had no, uh, equipment to make it, you know, no pour over nothing like that. But he brought the grounds and said, we'll figure it out. And props to John. He always does figure it out. He used the, uh, the big strainer, and just you know, filled up with hot water, put the grounds in there, and then for a filter, he used a bunch of napkins and just filtered it through that, and it dripped out into a, uh, an extra cool, pan like, we had. Yeah, so we kind of had like a pour pain over pain thing, had. yeah. You know, and there weren't that many grounds in it, and it was better than when he makes it home. That's how it was. It was actually it was. excellent. We have it's decided that he is.
1: It was excellent. We have decided he is only allowed to make outdoor coffee. Yeah. This day forward.
0: Okay. Agreed. But yeah, backpacking trip was good, good memories, some good, good lessons about life learned.
1: I absolutely think so. I think it was a real message in, in brotherhood, honestly. I think for the most part, some of us knew each other, like going in, a lot of us like didn't. So at least for me, it was like, I guess like 50, 50. Or I guess people that I have met in real life versus like I hadn't, you know.
0: Yeah, you knew a handful. I knew pretty much everybody. Yeah, I definitely, yeah, you know, I did, did know everybody.
1: So, I was good in, you know.
0: Oh, and then what about when you were leaving? That was crazy. It,
1: exactly. That's that's what I was what I was getting to. Like I, the back road was very gravelly, and you know. When you're out in the wilderness, you know, things can happen to you. So, yeah, I got a flat Saturday going into Sunday. Uh, into Sunday. Yeah, and Johnson noticed it on yeah, my Yeah, props
0: to Johnson. You were driving away. We were trying to get you on the road soonest, going all the way back to Tennessee. Yeah. And Johnson notices your tires flat.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, no, you guys sprung up on that. Um, got the uh, – Got the donut on the car. We jacked it. We jacked it up. Got the donut on the car, and I mean, I was able to get down the road to whatever that town was, um, Harrisonburg or whatever it was called. It was like thirty minutes down the road, and they decided I didn't even need a new uh, a new tire. They just had to patch the old one. They found out what was wrong with it. It was just a bead leak, pretty standard. It cost me like forty bucks, and I was on my way. It just cost me a little bit of my Sunday, but you know, to get home safely, it was was worth literally every penny.
0: Not too bad at all.
1: But no. And I thought about that. And that's something that I said, like in, I don't know, like a previous lifetime or like with people I had associated with in the past. Like, I don't know how that situation would have went differently. Like you guys kind of all sprung up on it and helped me out in like no time flat. I feel like, I don't know. I've just known some people that would kind of just like point and like laugh and be like, Oh man, that sucks dude. And like kind of just go about their business. So I don't know. I think it speaks to the, uh, the character of the, uh, the, the guys that we uh, had come on the trip and you know, I'm grateful for it. You know,
0: every single one of them was out there immediately trying to help you, even though they were trying to get on the road too. They put that aside and, and said we're going to help Steven.
1: No exactly and I think that like leads into what I wanted to talk about on the trip is like why why the trip was effective at least in my mind what it what it did for me and what I think it could do for a lot of young guys out there regardless if they went on the backpacking trip or not. I think there's a lot of lessons that can be taken from the situation. It's like, no one else would go do this. Like there is something about the young man, the young American man and his desire to go into the wilderness and be a wilderness expert. And the, the explorer spirit has been lost on us a little bit. And just the, I don't know, the thrill of adventure was a big thing for me. And just going out there with, you know, a group of your buddies, like, you know, some people, you know, you have like your Swiss army knife or someone has like a, like like a machete or something like that. And like, you are out there with your boys and you really do feel like you can like take on the world. Like some people are like, oh, with this machete i could definitely take down a bear and it's like yeah that's definitely not how it would happen but like, <laughs> but like i appreciate your uh your your confidence in yourself and in our our group to like ward off like a uh a, a vicious bear attack but
0: i don't know man i think there's a reason we didn't see any bears i think they were afraid
1: oh yes yeah, very afraid. it's because we made a sea bear circle
0: that's right that's right
1: yeah exactly
0: yeah, I'm glad you got that because I've done a lot of this kind of stuff. I feel like I, um, you know, I've, I've had some adventurous trips and stuff. Are you on a bouncy ball right now?
1: I am. This is my wife's bouncy ball. My chair is in the other room, and I just got started. And <laughs> That's yeah, awesome.
0: This- I got derailed a little bit because I just saw you bump, bouncing up and down.
1: This is <laughs> That's her funny. workspace, but, you know, it's keeping me balanced right things. now. It's keeping me.
0: It's got your core engaged. Uh, But yeah, back to what I was saying, very glad you got some of that sense of adventure because it's true. A lot of people don't ever get that. And uh, you kind of have to really push yourself a little bit out of the comfort zone to get that. And you really do have to go out of your comfort zone when you're on one of these backpacking trips. Like there's no bathroom, there's no shower, there's no way to cook your food unless you can make a fire and you have to sleep on the ground or set up a hammock, stuff like that. Oh,
1: I would say those are the things that strengthen your your resolve. I don't think that has – that that's part of the, the thrill of adventure. But like that part, there's like an overlap there. I, I I agree. Like there is something adventurous about, you know, doing your business in the woods.
0: <laughs> uh, so oh, no, I don't that. mean – yeah, I don't mean that's the adventurous <laughs> part. I just mean – you got to step out of your comfort zone as a prerequisite for the adventure.
1: Oh. Absolutely, but I would I would say that that's I I agree. I do I do agree, but that's also going into like, you know, some of the struggles and like the the I guess unnecessary but necessary like hardships. Like you have to put yourself through. You're kind of you're putting yourself you know, we have modern you know, luxuries not that we had cell service out there but everyone still has uh, has 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 a phone mm-hmm. if you needed to get in contact with someone you probably could you know we all had you know sleeping gear so that like we didn't like freeze it's not like we went out there like naked right. with like nothing but like the shirts on our back but it is a situation where you are depriving yourself of some of, like, the modern amenities, and it does, you know, ground you a little bit, make you realize, you know, what you're grateful for, what what you do take for granted every single day, you know, like, sleeping on, like, the ground itself as opposed to, like, sleeping on, like, a nice, like, you know, mattress, you know, in your nice mm-hmm. 72 degrees, like, house. And so there, there is something... To be said for that as well, putting yourself to the test in the elements that does.
0: Yeah, it's the kind of trip that makes you appreciate what you have too. You come home and you're like, I can't wait to shower. I can't wait to sleep in a real bed tonight. Like it definitely makes you take stock of those things that are easy to take for granted. So that's another great benefit. It's kind of like, I kind of like the idea of anti-vacation where you go somewhere Worse than your regular life. So then you come back to your <laughs> life. It's <laughs> awesome by comparison.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's how a, a lot of how I felt ever since like I've come back. Like I know I've been telling you a lot about like the married life and like what it's like living out like that vocation. But like ever since I came back, I have just been like really grateful and like eternally like white-pilled. Like nothing that like happens to me like phases me. Like I talked to you guys the other day about – Me almost falling through like my ceiling and in my my house and having to like do a bunch of extra work because I was doing work in the first place and it just like didn't even phase me. It was kind of just like, all right, let's let's uh, let's that's good rub our hands together and go to work. Like I'm not I'm not seeing like the struggle as as much of a struggle, but like a blessing is something that like I need to overcome
0: that's a really good mindset good for you because i can easily get frustrated when i'm working on something and it's not working right like a rusty bolt that won't come off or something but you're just pushing through it good for you and
1: and Swain dog instilled this to me when we were at the uh the the back of the uh the the mm. pack in the uh, on the camping trip when we were talking about um when he was talking about his favorite bible verse and we dug deeper into it when he said like do uh do everything without grumbling, without you know, um, getting upset, without you know, complaining. I forget exactly how that verse verse goes. Is that? Uh, I,
0: I remember what you're talking about. That's that's probably close enough to to the mark. Yeah. Wow. You know, for a guy named the Sweeney Dog, he really does have some wisdom.
1: Um, here, I, I I got it. Just give me. Philippians two twelve. do everything without grumbling or arguing so that you may be become blameless and pure children of God without fault and a warped or crooked crooked generation. Then you will shine among them like the stars in the sky as you hold firm to the word of life. And then I will be able to boast on the day of Christ that I did not run or labor in vain. That is Sweendog's dog's favorite Bible verse. Mm-hmm. And it has, it has stuck with me still since the, uh, The trip, it's like every time I catch myself complaining, I'm like, like, don't complain.
0: Good for you. That's good. Yeah, complaining is the worst. Just I hate when people complain, you know?
1: You spend just as much time complaining about it as as you could actually just, you know, putting in the work and rolling up your sleeves, you know? Yeah. Then, so after that, you know, depriving yourself of the like modern like comforts, like the the third thing I noticed is like just getting a group of guys together like that when, you know, you have brothers in arms as like you would say, or like guys with like a like-minded view of the world and like a like-minded vision. Like the reason that is so, what's the word I'm looking for, put down these days or like, denigrated in the culture is because when you get a group of guys together like that, that have a shared vision, like they're, they are unstoppable. They are, especially if they're men of good character and and men of virtue, like Mm -hmm. they will, you know, goodwill prevail in a situation like that. Goodwill defeat evil. The only way that evil, you know, takes hold on the world is when good men do nothing. And the the whole reason that we've had these situations where oh the the Boy Scouts need to have uh, need to have girls in them and uh, and you know boys can be girls and girls can be boys is because they fear the the space where men can be men and talk about their ideas and talk about the way they see the world and the vision that they have. And like-minded men of good character are the scariest thing to people who are doing nefarious things because they'll stand in the way and they'll stop it.
0: Yeah. What do you think the bigger problem is today that we have too few good men or that we have too few, uh, good men with courage, meaning like we have enough good men, but not enough of courage. So where's the shortage in the courage or in the virtue? I don't know.
1: Uh, that's that's a great question. That's a very loaded question. Um, I would say I would say the latter, because I would say there are good men out there. I would say there's good men that don't know they're good men.
0: Yeah, I would tend to agree. I think I think there's.
1: I I feel like. I I don't want to just put myself like on like the 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 spot here on like the pedestal, but like, I feel like I'm definitely an example of this, like in like my early life. Um, I was a good person at heart. I was willfully doing things that are, were, were wrong. And I was not being honest with myself or lying to myself and like saying like everything was fine, like with my life. When in fact it wasn't, but the first thing like Jackie always said about me was, yeah, I knew you were doing like bad things or doing like dumb things, but like, I saw that you were, that at your core, you were good. Like it was something like I saw in your eyes or in like your face or in the way that like your friends that you did have, like, even though like you were, you know, doing promiscuous things or getting in the, you know, just. Teenage mischief or whatever like I still saw that like you had love for uh, like your friends and people in your heart and so It's a situation where I feel like young men are a bit Misguided and they don't even know they're a good man. So they don't Even know that they need the courage to be a good man because they haven't woken up to the fact that They are yet and if they would wake up and be like, well, no, actually I don't agree with all this stuff that's going on in our world I think so we have a duty to call on men to do something that's greater than themselves and then in turn I think as they understand that they're not alone in this world and that we do exist they will come to have courage. And that's the thing that I came away with is that I'm not alone. Like literally all of our all of our friends that were there think exactly like me and like when you're you're alone sometimes and like in like an echo chamber like you do think you're alone, but the fact is you're not, there's a lot of, you know, good men out there. Like we had guys from all over the place come and we all pretty much think the same about things. So it really, I'm, I'm hunkered in though. Like I'm, I'm, I'm digging in trenches for the long haul. Like the, the, the enemy is not gonna overtake us so easily. If anything, it told me that I have to, I have to dig deeper honestly
0: good for you man yeah I think uh, probably a big problem with this is not enough men who have that community that you're talking about like there might be good men scattered and if they don't have that community to bring them together because we're stronger together it's like the uh, you know you can break one twig real easily but you put a whole bundle of them together good luck it's that kind of thing and I, I think I would agree that it's more so a lack of courage than it is a lack of good men because it's it's very difficult to be courageous. But there are there are tons of good men out there. But it's courage is hard. You know you have to put a lot on the line, and people are busy and they're worried about yeah what's this going to do to their family? What's this going to do to their their future, their career, their retirement, whatever? Like courage is is a difficult virtue.
1: Oh. Very much is. And the, I mean, the culture is being pushed to, you know, be like, oh, like, you know, let it go. Like, it's not like directly affecting you in this like exact like second. So like, why are you making a big deal about of it? And like a lot of people that are that aren't our ideological enemies are just trying to rationalize a lot of this stuff to us and At some point, like you're allowed, you are allowed to say as a man, like, no, like this is not okay. And like past this line, like I will let you go like no further. Like that's not something that's inherently wrong as a man. You are allowed to have standards as a man. It is not, it is not wrong. It is not unacceptable. Like, you know, it's not just,
0: it's not just that it's okay. It's that you should,
1: you have to, you have to, because if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very true. So I, I took a good bit away from the trip, man. It really, uh, I, I, I I need the guys to listen to this episode, but all of them each brought something each individually to the, to the table that, you know, we're not going to throw everyone's name out there, but if they want to reach out individually, like I'll definitely tell them like, what I thought and what I took away from them and what like,
0: that'd be cool to hear. You could do it without names. Say what, uh, the different qualities that you saw that were cool. That would be really, really cool for everyone to hear. Yeah. Do it. Go for it.
1: So, so how how do you want me to do it without like saying like names?
0: You just, you don't have to say a name, just say no person. Number one person. Number two. Yeah.
1: Well, a specific young lad, um, who was one of my personal favorites on the trip he knows uh he knows who he is well I'll, I'll I'll, just go ahead uh johnson johnson debated with me almost the entire trip and we were talking about a wide range of topics to what the married life is like we were talking about some of our friends who are also entering into the married life that we've crossed paths with and just overall like great men who we value their opinion and what we think about that. We debated on the, uh, the, the Catholic church church's stance on contraception and stuff like that. And Johnson said he needs to find more like information on like why contraception is wrong. And like, I just kept like, I don't know if I like straw manned him or like, or like just like said, like you're wrong or something like that. But I was just like, it's like, that's just the way it is. Like Johnson, like it's blocking, like, god's natural workings in the world and like it's wrong and like i understand like exemptions and like stuff like that but like it's wrong like i don't know what else to tell you like (laughs) but he very much i don't know took the edge off me on the trip and was you know i don't necessarily i don't know i feel like tony's always like the the humorous one but he very much provided me with like some you know lighthearted jabs and some like good, good humor. And I, good I very much, I very much value Johnson's opinion. He's uh he's a good young lad and he was asking me for advice on like married life down the line and like how to like deal with like, you know, relationships and stuff like that. If you're serious, like with a woman. So I, it, it, it really meant something to me that he would, you know, come to me about something like that.
0: Wow. Good for Johnson. He's a excellent young lad.
1: He's a swell young lad. And then we go to uh, uh, Tony. Tony was uh, ill-prepared for the trip. Um, <laughs> his remarks were always very offensive Uh, someone would like say something and he would just be like actually like that's not true like it's it's just this or like i don't believe in x or it was just it was so out there that like i i couldn't He's just so ridiculous that he entertains (laughs) me. I don't know what else to say.
0: (laughs) That's really funny.
1: Every time, like, (laughs) I try to put myself in Tony's body, and I'm like, if I was this radicalized at that young of an age, it would actually be unhealthy for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I think that. I'm like he's so radicalized. It's borderline unhealthy. Like that, that's <laughs> really, what I, that's what I took away from Tony. So. <laughs> oh, wow. Tony needs to like, he's a good kid and I really like him, but the, his like, his incelness just has me like, has me like shook. Like I can't, I can't believe like how radicalized he is. Like, I don't know how he has a conversation with like any like normal person on like a day-to-day basis. (laughs) (laughs) And that's, I care about.
0: We'll send him your regards.
1: I will send him my, he needs my regards. Uh, That was, that was so funny. I, I was thinking about that. Most of the car ride home, I was like, how does Tony function in like everyday <laughs> society? <laughs> that, that's all I was thinking about. That
0: is so funny. Oh, he does, he does, he does pretty well. You know, <laughs> he he can, uh, he can turn it on or off.
1: I, I, I know, but he, he had it like, he had it cranked up to like 10 on the trip because there was no, like,
0: he was in the woods. There was no recording devices.
1: Oh, yeah. He was, he was just, he was just letting it all hang out there. And I, I thought it was hilarious. Ah. <laughs> uh. Who else do I have here? Um, well, Since we already talked about him and, you know, he he, he lives with you and we, we name dropped him uh, the Sween Dog. The Sween Dog just provided me with, uh, you know, everything we talked about before. Um, you know, do things without grumbling. Uh, be grateful for. For what you have, I. I. You know, not that anyone complained on the trip, but like he was just even killed like the entire time. Solid guy, stand-up guy, and just you know, taught me to appreciate like the little things in life.
0: Oh, that's great. That's huge. That's a really, really good takeaway.
1: Obviously we also talked about him. We have uh we have John. I just like I'm like the John never just gets like upset about anything or like really down on anything. Like when like he started doing like the, this the, the songs and we were uh, I guess marching uphill when it was getting like hard and we, we crossed into like West Virginia and he started singing like John Denver and I like John Denver, personal John Denver fan.
0: I think everybody um, was a John Denver enjoyer.
1: Yeah, very much a John Denver enjoyer. And I just like how he always takes the best out of uh, pretty much every situation we have, like the coffee, oh, yeah. you know, making the best out of the situation. Um,
0: yeah, he's got an excellent attitude about everything. He,
1: he has a can-do attitude and just overall good dude, dude and his dance moves are still epic from the uh, the New Year's event. So <laughs> Always always a fun dude to, uh, to be around. Can't wait to uh, link up with him again.
0: Oh, they're gonna love hearing this. This part of the podcast It's good.
1: Uh, who else? We, who else do we have? We have our uh, our fearless guide. Um, not you, the other fearless guide. I think he knows who he is.
0: And the music man.
1: The music man. We'll go with the music man. Uh, I like that you're giving everyone names. I honestly had no idea what to think of, of him at first because I, I hadn't met him and he showed up with uh with Tony. So it's kinda <laughs> like it's like, all right, like how how radicalized is this guy? Like what's what's his what's his uh, deal? But honestly, the kid was a wilderness expert. Like he's a wizard, like love this MP MP3 player, and like the fact that like he had all like the good like oldies music and stuff, and like really just added so much to our group just having all like the knowledge of like the the wilderness like plants and stuff and i i I don't know i just think the kid has a big heart like i think i think he i think he cares a lot about about people and about you know oh yeah moving to the beat of his own drum and i i enjoyed spending time with him
0: great dude he was super super helpful
1: yeah. All right. So we got music, man. Who, who else do we got?
0: We got, we got mustache man, Mr. 19,
1: uh, 1970s, 1980s. Oh, Top Gun. We got Top Gun. Top we got Gun. Top, yeah. Um, yeah. Top Gun. Also a good dude. Also, uh, married oh, to boy. a, married to a woman with uh, the same name as my woman. And, uh, I very much liked his attitude, non-complainer, um, strictly about his business.
0: Yeah, he was a hustler. Brought he brought a lot. Yeah, yeah.
1: Very, uh, very proud man of faith. Very much enjoyed him. Uh, you know, leading us there, helping us with the uh, the rosary there, and that was also a great thing that we did. Just like. Praying, going through the woods was just just awesome. Really helped me just clear my mind and focus on on the Lord and what's you know.
0: Yeah, wait, I thought someone else did the rosary, but everything right, else it, applies it was. to Top Gun, man. Um, but yeah, excellent group of guys. We also have Tom One and Tom Two.
1: Oh, the Toms were hilarious, dude. They were uh, <laughs> they were insanely entertaining. Well, what wh- which one which one is Tom One and which one's Tom Two?
0: I don't know. I don't know. That's up Uh, to you to decide.
1: uh, Tom, Tom that was in my tent the first night. Very, very good dude. Very excited and and happy to meet him in person. Good dude. He's doing the Lord's work, you know, being in our, uh, our, our, the school system, you know, trying to fight that uphill battle. And, this very knowledgeable dude knows knows his stuff um i finished the trail with with him i mean i think we were both pretty gassed at the end but he's uh he either is going to be or is an uncle here uh now cuz he said his sister was having a a baby here so congrats to uh tom on becoming an uncle and I know he's gonna be great at it. He has a lot of wisdom to uh instill in a uh, a young lad. So good on him. And then Tom number two, I mean, that guy was a, that guy was an absolute like canon, dude. Like that guy just his his comedic relief and his uh enjoyment of the uh, the finer things in life. I will uh let him know that uh his song choices in the car have uh have spread to uh oh, yeah uh, to me and it's now my wife's favorite song uh he knows what song uh i'm talking about it's about the uh the southern united states
0: i still haven't heard that you'll have to send that and, to me
1: and yes
0: cool yeah that was a top-notch group and
1: are we missing really, we miss, are we missing anybody is that everybody
0: i think that's everybody
1: Think so too obviously you i mean you put the whole thing together
0: yeah it was it was good it was um took a little bit of work to get it together but it wasn't too bad and i think it'll get easier to plan it now i've kind of got it figured
1: out yeah we won't overdo lunch this time and
0: we'll
1: nope. have a lighter load it'll be great
0: yeah true true but, but yeah thanks everybody for coming on that trip that was awesome And And if you uh,
1: didn't come or pulled out or anything happened, there will be more in the future. And just know you missed an epic time with some epic dudes and, you know.
0: But yeah, yes, exactly. Well said, we'll have more soon. Good reflection, Steven. Glad you got a lot out of it. That's exactly what we wanted. That's all for this episode of American Redemption. Thanks for listening. And we will see you all next time. Oh, one more thing.
1: We missed the call to action. Call to action. Oh, call to action is, you know, find a community of of men. I mean, even like, I don't know, I had like a talk about this, like with my wife last night. Like she's been making friends in like our local Catholic community. And I, I have to step up and I, I got to make some uh, make some good connections and some good friends uh, down here. And, it, you know, it's hard when you're living like your day-to-day life in... You know, you're like, oh, I don't want to just like become friends with like a bunch of like random dudes or but at some point I'm going to have to step outside like my comfort zone and I'm going to have to find some, you know, guys that are like you guys, guys I'm willing to go to war with, guys that uh, share my value system and and that's going to be hard. I'm going to have to track them down to the ends of the earth, but that's just what it is.
0: Yeah, no, they're out there and you're, you'll love it once you have that. So go for it
1: yeah that's all we got we got a couple good episodes coming up we're trying to get some awesome guests to come on we got a few lined up in the pipeline here and the episode drops will be much more frequent going forward we're looking at like you know every other week here throughout summer and uh yeah we will uh see you guys next time